0: There are growing calls for changes to Alberta's EMS system. After red alerts are happening more and more and more now. A red alert is issued when there are no ambulances available to respond to emergency calls in a jurisdiction. Last week in Calgary, there was a really long red alert uh, happened last Thursday, but Calgary isn't alone in this. It's happening in Didsbury, Carstairs, Airdrie, Cochrane, Okotoks, Black Diamond, High River, Pritis, Chestermere, Canmore, BAMF Olds, they've all been hit by what's being called rolling red alerts, meaning no av- ambulances are available to respond. And it's not just happening in Southern Alberta, but the capital region as well. Uh, we're having challenges in Edmonton, Sherwood Park, Strathcona County, uh, seeing some issues with these red alerts as well. So what is going on? What can we do about it? Mike Parker is the president of the Health Sciences Association of, of Alberta and an advanced care
1: paramedic. Hey, Mike, welcome to the show. Hey, Jalen, thank you so much for taking the time on this story.
0: Yeah, uh, You know, what, so these, these, this is a province wide issue by, uh, pretty much what I can tell uh, so when we talk about these red alerts these lengthy ones the no ambulance is available to respond you know I, I think p- that gets people's attention and they go oh, okay well that that's that's interesting but I, I wonder if people really get what it means can you paint the picture of what it means to someone who's having a heart attack to a senior who has fallen or maybe to, to a grandparent who is looking after their grandchild who is really sick and they need to call the ambulance paint the picture of what is happening out there
1: okay so let's start with this and you can add in your list of of communities that are in trouble you can go peace river grand prairie you can go all over the place okay you're right this is a this is a province-wide issue and the system i'll just i'll just explain how we get to these points and then we'll talk about what that means for the people that are waiting uh when you talk about in edmonton and calgary the call volume becomes so intense and it happens every single day that it draws in every available ambulance in those cities, which requires us to draw in additional units from outlying communities and and pick any city, start drawing circles and circles around the city and getting larger and larger. And you hit places like, I don't know, uh, you can add... Uh, Fort McLeod into Calgary for response, mm. that's about an hour plus. You can look at in Edmonton, you can pull in a Westlock, that's about a 45 minute drive, and it starts sucking in all of these resources into Edmonton because that's where the draw is, that's where the call volumes are happening, leaving Westlock exposed. So now that you're a Westlock person or maybe you're a Fort McLeod person and you've called 911, and the system today is designed to send the closest available ambulance to you. Okay. And so that's, that's how it's designed, and it's a good design. That's how it should be. There's no point in uh, a further ambulance being dispatched, right? That works. So you've dialed 911. Your mom's on the floor. She's got a busted hip. She needs some help, and that ambulance is now 40 minutes away. Mm. And so what we have now, and, and so what we've done is we've asked out of just sheer frustration, Jalen, just <laughs> no one's listening, so here's the deal. Every member out there that's experiencing a 45-minute response time, lights and sirens, let us know, and we're going to start sharing the message because no, no one is listening to this conversation. So what we have now is, a, is members will say, uh, Union, we're driving 45 minutes to a call into Calgary. One of the biggest ones came uh, just last week, and you were highlighting the, the yeah. red incidents in yeah. Calgary area, and they're driving from Vauxhall, uh, so that's about an hour 40 mm. from, from Calgary, give or take, Lights and sirens, were they the closest unit at the time? That's why they got dispatched. There was not a mm. single ambulance within 100 kilometres of Calgary
0: at okay, that so, moment. So, right? Mike, what yeah. needs to change? What needs
1: to change? What do we need? Yeah, well, it's. It, it, I wish you could say it was simple, but it's complex. Okay. The reality is we need more paramedics on the ground. That's it. We have tried 150 so far, different attempts at getting paramedics out of the hospital. All have failed. Uh, so what we need now is that because call volume is outstripping, and here's the deal We've got we went from about a thousand calls a day not just, not a year ago to over 1500 calls a day. Mm-hmm. No additional resources added. so you tell me right that, so the, the, the fallout I can't get to you in time
0: how, how, how big of a role is the opioid crisis playing in all of this
1: That's a great question. we can we can ask that opioid crisis or smoky skies or cold weather or any number of things, an emergency medical services system should be able to manage all of these pieces at a level that is appropriate to respond mm. only at once in a while. And, and I'll give you an example. Let's go way back in time, Jalen. I was a youngster in this one, but Tornado 87. Yeah. Tornado 87 put our Edmonton service on a red. Guess what? That was a big deal. Right? Like, that was a big deal. That's a reason. Every paramedic is trained to understand code red. Every dispatcher has the ability to activate an urgent disconnect, to hang up on this caller to get to the next caller when things like the tornado hit. But the problem is we're seeing this every single day in the normal system. Don't give me a tornado right now because we can't keep up with the normal call volume. Our dispatchers are being forced to hang up on people because the calls are so fast and furious coming in and they have no ambulances they could even dispatch because the nearest one, the closest unit to you, is 100 kilometres away. That's so, what it looks like.
0: So, you know, recently some HS spokespeople saying that, you know, a lot of these red alerts, they, they, you know, they only last a few seconds to a couple of minutes. Are you calling BS on that?
1: I will absolutely call BS on that, Jillian, and here's why. When you look at the population of Edmonton greater area, draw the circles, tell me when you want to stop. We're talking 1.5 million people in the greater area. Calgary, the same thing. So what they call as off code red, so we're not code red anymore, is one ambulance available somewhere in that region takes them off code red. So you tell me 1.5 million people, how many square miles are we talking about here? Kilometres, my apologies. And <laughs> And there is no way, right? So, and and all it takes is the next call and we're back into code red. Yeah, it was 30 seconds, but you only had one ambulance, two paramedics available for 1.5 million people.
0: Mike, before I let you yeah. go, what what kind of what kind of Im- you know obviously we're talking about the impact on 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 people who who call nine one one who who need uh, the paramedics who need the ambulances or the potential impacts on those people. What kind of impact is this having on the paramedics on those EMS uh, personnel <laughs> who are dealing with all of this and who are are responding who are knowing that they might you know they have someone on the floor maybe with a broken hip but it's going to take them an hour to get there or worse maybe someone's having a heart attack
1: or worse jaylen i I wish i could ask you for more time this afternoon this conversation because what you're opening is an absolute uh a a difficult conversation for us to have because what we have is medical professionals out there that are trained to respond to critical incidences life and death situations that they make these calls every single day And no longer are they eight minutes or four minutes or six minutes from your door. They are an hour from your door. Our dispatch centers are updating these paramedics as they're driving lights and sirens, saying this is getting serious and more serious and more serious. Be in a car accident trapped in your vehicle, Hmm. waiting for paramedics for 40 minutes. The the impact is decimating our work. Our paramedics, they're doing all they can, Jalen. These are... these are heroes out there doing everything they can. And and when you have to drive 40 minutes just to get to the door, the intensity is climbing every second because as, as they're trained, time is muscle. You know, when you when you have a heart attack, seconds count. When you have a stroke, seconds count. When you're not breathing, you better be there in four minutes. Otherwise, the impact is devastating. And they know it. They're trained for it. And they've got 42 minutes to go till they get there.
0: Mike, uh, we're going to have to leave it there this afternoon. Uh, let's have another conversation in the very near future, okay?
1: Jalen, I need some change, and if you got uh, any way to talk about it more, I am available for you. Give oh, me a call.
0: Thank you very much. Mike Parker joining us this afternoon. The president of the Health Sciences Association of Alberta, an advanced care paramedic as well, raising the flag, waving the flag about the state of uh, Alberta's EMS system.